Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I am your host, Carl Pierce, and today with us we have Lee Stackpool. Hello. And Richard Dalen. Hello. And today's episode is what we've been watching recently. And we're going to start with Mr. St- Lee Stackpool. Mr. Stackpool, Lee, I was going to call you then, that's not right, is it? You can call me whatever, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so without going, I've watched a few films with your re-watches, so I'm not going to talk about them because I've spoken about them before. And I've just been literally regurgitating the same facts. So me late, the latest offering that's new is that new f- indie horror film, psychological horror film yeah. on Netflix, Run Rabbit Run, oh, right. um, which is an Australian one. Uh, Netflix are pushing it. They've got that thing where it gives you the top ten, mm. and you're like, is it? Yeah, is it really? Is it, really? <laughs> is it <laughs> algorithmic? Do you think? Yeah. Or is it? Is it really? Well, it's, it's the same. It's the top ten for everyone. So obviously, The Witcher is going to be in the top ten because everyone wants to watch The Witcher purely because they do. Yeah. Um, but you, you always find yourself questioning, is this really yeah, the best yeah. thing on it? Anyway, it's the latest sort of Australian psychological film. For anyone that's seen the Babadook, um, where it's basically got bad, (laughs) yes. Now, the Babadook was really good, and it deals with that single parent mum who's struggling psychologically, a kid who may or may not be rather weird. Um, (laughs) In the the Babadook, that kid just had that face, didn't he? He was brilliant, that lad. He was. Um, and the amount of memes that have come from that kid's face where he's in the back of the car screaming. I mean, I've used that meme countless times. Um, this film takes a lot of cues from that. It's a mum who's struggling a little bit. There's um, there's some dementia within the family. Um, the daughter starts acting weird. Don't want to spoil too much. Um, it had... Do you know what? I watched it. I wasn't terrified at any point, but it, it very much tries to be that indie sort of Australian psychological thriller that they seem to be wanting to churn out. Yeah. Um, whether or not I'd say it should be on Netflix's top ten, it felt like something you'd normally get on Prime as maybe a, you know, two, three star generic sort of horror. I've seen better Australian indie offerings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people may... I was a little bit tired when I watched it. Maybe some people will watch it and feel it's a bit better than I'm giving it credit for. Um, but by all means, if it appears on your top ten and you feel like giving a psychological horror a go, maybe you'll like it. I was a bit meh mm. with it. Um, yeah. maybe the Netflix audience know a bit better. It's got a little bit of an ambiguous ending where you're like, okay, mm. maybe it was a bit clever. I like that. I like little things like that. Yeah, like, so maybe maybe I just wasn't in the greatest mood. Maybe I just wanted the jump scare because it was Friday night, I was tired. I just wanted some like monsters or something. Didn't really get that. May not have been in the best mood. Mm. By all means, maybe maybe the Netflix audience know better yeah. than me. Is it this year like a new one? Is it, is it brand like, new? Brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. The, I mean, uh, it's really yeah, the reviews are out. There's been quite a few write-ups. Maybe watch it before looking at the write-ups. Mm. Um, maybe don't listen to a word I've said. Maybe it's boss. I just wasn't <laughs> feeling it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know what you mean. I felt like that when I watched Cars for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a daft film, but I really didn't like it. I thought with the point, I, and then it's like great. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to be in the right mood for certain things. Yeah. Mm. There's one. There was. There, do you know what? There were a couple of scenes where it was sort of wincing. Um. Because you're like, is this mum going off off her head here? Is she a danger to the child in it? But maybe, maybe just I wasn't. Maybe it wasn't ideal Friday night horror yeah. viewing. After, yeah, after your week or whatever you like that. Yeah, mm, yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're that burnt out by a Friday. You kind of just like, yeah, I don't, I, you know what, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I want to see some monsters or some ghouls. Yeah. Or, you see, know. for me, a Friday night's an action film. Yeah. So like, mm. yeah, I wouldn't go for a horror film myself. No. I'd go like action. I think just because it happened to be on Netflix's top ten, yeah, it just went on. That's fair. Popped yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Like it. Oh, good. Anyone famous in it we know? No. Uh, like I say, it's got an indie feel to it. Mm. So, a lot of Australian actors and actresses can't fault any standard of acting, production, cinematography. It's just, I, maybe I wasn't in the best mood to watch it. Yeah. Fair enough, isn't it? Yep. Good stuff. Richard? Yes. What well, for us? Uh, I, we, we've done so many challenging things um, you know to watch challenging and I just wanted some chewing gum for the eyes to coin a father Tedism <laughs> so um, the heat was on and we recorded it with um, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy so not to be confused with heat, heat or in the, the heat of the night the or classic. Oh, the heat film, of the night any oh, film that starts with the word the indeed yeah um, and it was let me read you the very quick Thingy off IMDb, an uptight FBI special agent is paired with a foul-mouthed Boston cop to take down a ruthless drug lord. So it's the same, not good cop, bad cop, but two people who don't get on, brought together. Buddy typically cop. police thing, yeah, yeah, typically. But you know <clears> what, <throat> it was that same old story regurgitated, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was, oh my God, the language is, and it's horrendous, but... Um, in a good way, Michael. Oh, it's it's oh, it's bad, bad, very, very <laughs> potty mouth. Um, mainly from Mel- Melissa McCarthy and like Sandra Bullock's character, who's the FBI agent, and obviously Melissa McCarthy's the the slob, the um, what do they call it? Foul mouthed Boston cop. She's the slob. She just yeah, uh, and she's from a dodgy family as well. And uh, we meet her family, and it's it's all hilarity, um, but. Sandra Bullock's character, she, she'll go like, the, the, the effing, uh, so she won't swear at all, but halfway through the film, she just breaks and she just goes for it. Yeah. And I think it's a really good performance from it. It was really enjoyable. Um, it was like she went into a really childlike, you know what, what the hell, I've done all my big films, I don't care if this is crap, I don't care what the reviewers think got 6.6 on imdb so it's it, i'd say it's worth a shot because it's just it's funny it's yeah. sort of like the hangover type of mm. what bawdy comedy i suppose you'd call it yeah um but yeah i just really liked it and i've noticed that there's a heat two coming out which oh, I'm, I'm gonna look forward to that she's also melissa mccarthy's also done something called spy um, yes, I've n- seen Spy. Not not a fan of hers in that awful, awful sitcom called Mike and Molly. Oh, yeah. And I think it's more, I, I don't know, it's too, 
obviously it's scripted, but it's the audience maybe that annoys me more than anything. The way they deliver it in that Mike and Molly, I can't stand it, but she in this film, I think she's doing what she wants to do. And she was in um, Bridesmaids, of course. She was. Uh, and I liked her in that as well. Well, the director of this, and I'm just going to check, he, he directed on. Spy. Yes. I thought he directed Bridesmaids as well, but it doesn't look, and the Ghostbusters, he did. Oh. He directed Bridesmaids as well. Paul Feig did it. Yeah. Or Feig. So it's a similar sort of, yeah, a spy as well. So it's, it's similar sort of um, films. Knocked up. Knocked up, uh, just saying that. Yeah. So he's. Hang on, am I looking around for you, Pierce? But yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I, I, w- I would similar. recommend that if you want a stupid film where you don't really need to pay attention, there's. There's, there's no story there. It, from from that sentence I said before, they take down a drug lord, that's pretty much it. Um, but it's the way it's done. It's just stupid comedy if you need a break from those tough films like um, if you're going to watch anything by Christopher Nolan, for example, where you got to stay glued to your set and think, right, I need to concentrate on yeah. this. It's just good fun. And, yeah. and, I, and I liked it, really, really liked it. So I'm going to give Spy a go. Yeah. based on what, what uh, I wasn't a fan of Spy it was okay oh, right. it was okay but it's very similar so yeah he, he directed Ghostbusters Spy The Heat Brad with the Millers as well no no I think that this is the, the I, new yeah. IMDB it's messing it up isn't it yeah Last Christmas as well I don't know that doesn't sound right but anyway there you go Paul Feig or Feig is it I don't know that's his name right? Um, yeah, that's definitely him I can see a picture of him now that's definitely yeah. him yeah yeah being we a ghostbuster we're, we're pointing to him yeah you can all see him obviously yeah right well for me to change the mood a little bit I watched the film that I've not been looking forward to watching at all because it's been on my list so I a couple of years ago I, I started like I'm gonna make a list and these films I'm gonna watch them in this order I never did but then I was like well this was the first one at the top of my list and I was like I need to see that and it's 12 years a slave oh and, yeah Solomon I've never, never seen, seen it, it. Never seen I've it. I've never seen it, yeah. Uh, um, so it tells the story of a slave. No, he's not a slave. He's a freeman. Yeah. In the 1800s, possibly? It is, yeah. 1800s. Was, yeah. Um, in America, obviously, slave slavery was going on uh, at the time. And he gets sort of gangbusted, gets gets kidnapped and taken to the south. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and is, is sold as a slave. Even though he's a free man, he's, he's sold as a slave. Yeah, he's a musician, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. plays the violin. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's well educated. He's he's obviously got some money, and then uh, yeah, he gets he gets turned into a slave. He's ten years old. Ten years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously it is his journey through being a slave. So it's got a, it's got a fantastic cast. Um, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Go on, Lee. What's his name? Chewell. Chewell Eiffel. Is it? Yeah. 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 Is yeah. how you pronounce it? I never pronounce it. Michael Fassbender's in it. Oh, there's um, that other guy who I struggled to pronounce. What is it? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's in it. He's in it. Yeah, it's almost a cameo. It Brad is a Pitt. cameo yeah. for him. Yeah, he plays like a sort of liberal, liberal worker. He's the city. Yeah, he's the city guy. Yeah, he's the yeah. cool city guy. That's yeah. yeah. Um, well, Cumberbatch is in it. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it as well. And you know what? It what was a fantastic film. Brutal. Absolutely mm-hmm. brutal. Mm-hmm. Horrible to watch. Um, just makes you feel like awful because. It, this is based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. And you're watching um, it for enjoyment, for want of a better, but yeah, it, it's but it's for information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's that dilemma of like, he, he's obviously an educated man, and does he tell people he's educated or does he cover it up? Because as soon as people know he's a an educated, yeah, he used to beat it out of him, didn't he? Yeah, then ah. they, they, they sort of you know, yeah, gets treated differently. Um, 
Yeah, very, very fantastic film. What was it on IMDb? I couldn't get it on that. 8.1. 8.1, yeah, put about right. It's definitely worth it. I, um, I remember that came out around the same time as another film I've mentioned, The Butler, um, which it's, it's set at the beginning, it starts at the beginning of the 1900s, but <clears throat> um, so officially slavery's over, but they replaced it with sharecroppers, yeah. Yeah, where right. it's, we're going to put you in a position where you're practically still a slave anyway. Yeah, and we'll you pay you minimum, yeah, minimum, yeah. minimum, minimum wage. But yeah. 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 We are slave. Go on, so go it, it, it literally <laughs> starts there and his yeah. life of how he makes it to the White House. Oh wow. Um, oh that's so sad. And it's it? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, that does. And it's I, I put it up there as one of them great historic films. Mm. Um like you know, you watch Forrest Gump and it's got like famous people in. Yeah. This is the same, but it's a true story. Yeah. And certain actors playing pr- American presidents, Robin Williams, Alan Rickman. Uh, just, oh wow, yeah. never seen And this that is one. the butler? Yes. Right. Forrest but everyone's in it, like Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Um, just watch it. Yeah, mm. give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as I say, this, I didn't I didn't want to watch it because I knew it was going to be upsetting. Oh, it's, 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 it's hard work. It's like, it's like you shouldn't lists. It's yeah. like, you know, those sorts of types of films where it's emotionally draining. But it's definitely worthwhile watching. Yeah. You need to see it. If you haven't seen it, give it a watch because everyone should watch these films it's one of them everyone mm. needs to see i remember the the information at the end the um spoilers the, by the way the the, the <laughs> epilogue for it yeah was that he was never able to bring charges because the law stated that a black free man couldn't bring charges against yeah. a white man for anything that's right so, the, the, so in again this is a bit of a spoiler but you know at the end yeah as lee's saying there basically the the, the people who sold them on you can't charge him because in that state, mm-hmm. whatever it was, state of Washington, I think it was, um, yeah, a black man can't, te- couldn't testify at the time. And then they charged the people who actually got him kidnapped, um, but there was like a lack of e- evidence or something yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, come on. It's, it's disgusting, sorry. Disgusting the things like how these people were treated, um, even by the law, legally. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's disgusting, but it does make you think like, like what are human beings? What an absolute yeah. joke humans are. And it's still going on these days. Obviously not to the extent that it was then, but there are slaves in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, there are, yeah. It's still going on. Yeah, full servitude. People having the passports took off them yeah. and traffic. Yeah. So, horrible film to watch, but a really good film. Yeah, important, important can't, can't to watch. Fa- important. Yeah. Can't fault anything. You know, all the acting, um, the direction of it, yeah, you know, it's all it's all spot on, nailed on. Did they win Oscar in the end? It, yeah, it did. Yeah, I think it, yeah. it deserved it. it deserved it. It's, it's an it's an Oscar film. Definitely deserved it. Um, yeah, easily. And you know you know what? Not not too long either. It, you know, no, I don't remember films. it being. I don't remember it Some being long. Some films you think like Oscar films you're like oh they're on forever, but no, it was it was on the right amount of time and there was no waste. It was all important. Yeah. So Twelve Years a Slave definitely recommended at least once. Late next. All right, I've gone. Um, I didn't want to say films that I've mentioned before or television <laughs> programs that I've mentioned before. Go on. Um, so I'm going to go with, even though I'm only two episodes in, new season of The Witcher. So oh, we're now yeah. up to um, season three. Um, takes, look, basically, if you're a fan of The Witcher, it's um, they've released it five episodes by another five episodes. 
seems to be that thing Netflix are doing now where they half the season and then they keep you dangling on the vine mm. yeah. for the next one, which they bring yeah. out at a later date. Um, it's it's worth mentioning because this will be um, Henry Cavill's last saw as Geralt so, of Rivia. So he's still in it. He's still in the, he's still the Witcher. He's still Geralt of Rivia yeah. um, because of whatever happened behind the scenes, whatever camp you fall into. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I love Henry Cavill. I love The Witcher. I think it's good entertainment. Um, but people need to give Liam Hemsworth a try. Absolutely. You can't just write yeah. him off just yeah. because everyone likes Henry Cavill. Um, and maybe maybe Hemsworth just needs to get his shirt off in the first episode, <laughs> and then everyone will suddenly love it. Yeah, he's got yeah. it. Like, honey, he, why not? All he needs why to do not? is sit in the back. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the Witcher Three game with his top off, yeah, and he'll have his own fan base. What's his um, like his is like mm, what's what's his what's his what's <laughs> yeah his, what's, what's his grumbles what's like his grumble like because yeah. that's that's a key part of that Geralt, is isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and that's all you need. It's that look. It's that slapstick. You're not watching the Witcher because you're getting massive amounts of great acting. You're watching it because it's shameless fantasy entertainment. Yeah. That's tongue in cheek and kind of aware of itself. Yeah. So do you know what? You know, Henry Cavill's not really acting in it. He's having fun playing someone who he likes to play on games. That's it. So give Hemsworth a chance. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been announced last week as well. We've got a new Superman. Now, I don't know this guy's name. I don't know what he's been in. What do we think on that? So Henry Cavill is officially not Superman anymore. I I don't know if I could really care less. You can't care less? Because... We're getting to the stage now where they just seem to be churning different ones in every ten years. Yeah, ten years. Yeah. I mean, look at everything. Pretty much. Has anybody stayed the same? Iron Man. Most of the Marvel ones have stayed the same. Yeah, yeah. But Batman, we've had Superman, obviously. Again. Yeah. It was it was Christopher Reeve. Then it was. The film that we like and I can't remember is Brandon, Brandon Roth. Brandon Roth. Yes. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. How many Supermans have we had? How many Batmans have we had? Spider-Man's. God, blimey. Yeah. I do still want to see the new Batman now because I'm, I'm starting to like Patterson. Yeah. Have you not seen the well, Batman? This, no. Oh, it's very. This good. is what I was just going to yeah. say. The ne- they never, they never really don't deliver. They're always good. The the people who are casting them always do a good job. So. Mm. Yeah, but it's not like we're getting um, attached to the actors anymore. Yeah. Do you think it's the amount of time with Batman they spend a lot of time on the Gotham environment, and that's why they're always good? Yeah, the world building. It's not. The, the ju- it's never yeah. just on yeah. the actor. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. never just on the actor, is it? Oh, hang on, Val Kilmer. Yeah, but he was all right. He was better than George <laughs> Clooney, though, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we forget about him and, and yeah, George. Yeah, don't worry about them. Yeah, George. Yeah, actually, hang on. Can I? Can we edit that bit I said about? Yeah. They usually do. A good no, job. it's on the internet forever now. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like for, for us, particularly me, I I love Henry Cavill as a Superman. I think he, he's my Superman because mm-hmm. obviously Christopher Reeve grew up with, but for us, our generation, he's he's our Superman, and it's a, it's a big shift, isn't it? So yeah, I hope I, this new guy's that. gonna be all right. You know what I mean? I'm sure he will be. I think he's very young. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Because I'm older than you. But guys, even so even yeah. his even his later films weren't very good. Like the last film he did wasn't very good. But it's what you know. As what I mean? you say, we grew up with him. He's mm-hmm. our original Superman. Yeah. But yeah, as, as you're getting older, you're getting into films. Yeah, maybe. 
Ah, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what he does. We'll yeah, see what he does. Yeah. It's a good look to him, anyway. But there we go. Just thought to mention him. But yeah. yeah. The Witcher. I like it. Good. Richard, what's next? Right, we 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 were in a concert. I've gone back to orchestra and um, we did a concert in Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, and it was film music, movie music. That's funny. That's what my next one's going to be as well. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, and we've got a nice segue going into it is. that. This is good. Um, so I we did. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. You've got things like music that you love, Star Wars. We didn't do Indiana Jones or Back to the Future. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Star Wars, um, Harry Potter. So. Think of all the music that you love in films and like you're playing it and it's fantastic. And there was only one that, that stood out as like, a, I don't know that. I don't know what that is. And it was How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. And as we got playing the music, it was like, this is brilliant. So it was like, we got home after the concert and it's like, I want to watch How to Train Your Dragon. Oh my God, what a good film. Yeah. What what a brilliant film. So it's um, basically, uh, the it's set in Viking mythical island called Burke and the Vikings and the dragons don't get on in fact they're constantly killing each other although we obviously don't see that and um, what the the, uh, the lad of the leader of the tribe he shoots one down gets injured he comes across him he goes looking for him can't find him but then eventually comes across him the next day and discovers that the, the dragons aren't that bad so it's that old yep. story of you know miss fake news basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then tries to convince the rest of the, the Viking tribe that dragons are actually all right and, you know, we just need to help them and they'll help us. But, you know, without getting a bit... Oh, it's, it's all about, like, nice films today, isn't it? Uh, it's just a nice film and it's dead funny and the... Uh, you, you were talking about Spider-Man. The, um, the animation in this is amazing as mm. well, despite yeah. the fact that it must be a 10-year-old film. I was going to say, it's plus. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, because there's been a few in a man. Toothless is just a salamander, isn't he? Pretty much, yeah. 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 But but the detail in him uh, yeah. and how in the past, sort of like with Toy Story, I mean, we'll always probably refer back to Toy Story because that was the first biggie, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but God, we've come on. Uh, and it's, is it a DreamWorks? Yeah, it's yeah, a DreamWorks, yeah. yeah. And we always forget about. The DreamWorks films, it's always Pixar, and I know we've talked about Pixar films in the past, but it's it's absolutely fantastic. Eight point one on IMDb. Yeah. Um, I mean so I think I think Amelia may have every single well, well they they did How to Train Your Dragon, then they did a forty episode series. Yes, yes. which we are series. now currently yeah. watching. That's the Riders of Burr. Then it goes to the film, but you don't need to watch the series. Basically the sequel How to Train Your Dragon Two. Um, you can miss all the series, but all of a sudden they are riding the dragons. They're busy mates with the dragons. They've got their own dragons, um, and and the, uh, the the forty episodes goes from there to mm. the second film. But then there is another series which went for seventy two episodes or something like that. I can't find it at the moment. Mm. And then there's the third film which came out four years ago, which we are yeah. It should be on our doorstep when I get home. And yeah. but the the music. It's just brilliant, and I'm really now. I, I, I want to go back and watch a load of films where the music is key. And one thing I found, and I always harp on about technology and stuff like that. Streaming services rubbish for music. You've got to go back to a Blu-ray or even a DVD. They are so much better. Really? There is no yeah. surround sound in streaming services. Right. Um, no. There's just nothing. No. I'm, I'm, it's like we all say. Amazon still have that thing that you've got to have your volume on. 
when you're trying to watch something on Amazon. Super high, And yeah. then when you put like anything on that's not Amazon, your, your speakers <laughs> practically blow out because mm. the volume <laughs> comes on. And we said before, Amazon are terrible in terms of streaming anyway because like nine times out of ten you put something on Amazon and the first like minute or two, it's blurry. Yeah, it's blocked. It's like Minecraft, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, Amazon need to get the game together, get, mm. get in the game, get the, get the red in the game. That's the one I was after. Do you know what else we played? Go on. We played 007. Oh, nice. Well, that leads very nicely onto my film. On Amazon Prime as well, um, was The Sound of 007. Right. And it's basically just about the music of the James Bond films. Um, a documentary. Documentary, sorry, it is. Documentary. Um, it doesn't really star anyone because it's all the actors um, who have been in James Bond, but also the musicians as well. Not all the actors, sorry. Daniel Craig's in it. I think he's in it one, actually. But then all the musicians. So you've got your interviews with Shirley Bassey. I think Tom Jones is in it as well. Yeah. Garbage. Um, yeah. They interview Jack White and they talk about all like all the, not just the, the, the music, the, the songs, but the score. Uh, uh, that and sounds how like something in. I'd like. And it, you know yeah. what? It was brilliant. Loving James Bond, it was brilliant. You would love it, Richard, to be honest. You'd like James Bond anyway, don't you? And like they were saying about Goldfinger being the first James Bond film where the score and the song mm. were linked in. So, mm. so during the score, you heard the Goldfinger tune. Yes. Um, I think it was a John Yes, you only live twice, but not to worry. It is you only live twice, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Rob Williams, that. Millennium. It is you only live twice, yeah. But yeah, if you like James Bond, if you like music, it's it's a brilliant film. It's a documentary, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, but it just made me want to go back and watch every James Bond film. I was like, oh, it's brilliant. And it goes right up to Daniel Craig's last one. So, no time to die. No time, no time to die. Still haven't had the heart to watch it. Yeah. Do you know really? what happens, though? Yeah. Ah, okay, we'll spoil it. But yeah, um, and they talk about that in it as well. Yeah, I think because I'm also in no rush to watch it because it's a James Bond film, you, you kind of already know what your template is. Yeah. You know what diet you're getting, whereas I am excited for Batman, it's just that it, I, it's long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I won't say any more about the Batman because I don't want to spoil it. your thoughts, but I've got yeah. my opinions. Um, it's funny, I listened to Mark Kermode to talk about it, when it first came out, like I was listening to it recently, and I was like, I thought exactly the same thing, and he thinks this, he thought the same as me. I was like, oh, that's good, mm. that's good that I, I, yeah, good. I know what I'm talking about, hopefully. But yeah, I have an opinion about it. I love it. I think it's brilliant. At every Not, scene I look at, I'm like, why haven't I watched yeah. this yet? It looks boss. I think it's because Deb won't watch it with me. Yeah. And I've never seen to have three hours where I know my concentration's going to be up. Yeah. It's, it's on Sky Cinema at the moment. It's It'll not, be on. It's not too highbrow. It's not like Dark Knight's highbrow, but it's it's good enough. Like yeah, it's a good it's a good superhero film. I'd be able to get it on now TV, surely. Well, I was just gonna yeah, say, should do. Is it not worth waiting and get it on Blu-ray afterwards? I'm all digital. I'm all digital, Mister. Yes. Oh, you are, aren't you? Yes. All in. Cards in. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of scores, that's another score that is brilliant. That the icon of that doom. It is iconic. It's like the, you the, think the, about. I think of Batman as soon as you hear it now. It's a bit like a Dark Knight, you know, like the Hans Zimmer sort of score, but it's yes, yeah, it's, it's obviously different. But yeah, very good, very good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the sound of 007. Let's get mine to be Sorry, uh, it's got 7.4. Yeah, it's a documentary. If you like James Bond, there's like another. Music, I, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but there's another documentary because we're meant to go around to you, Lee. No, there's it's fine. If you, if you want, jump in, uh, jump in. And I've added it to my watch list. I don't know if that thing. No, it won't. 
Um, and it's the lost, it's a lost um, Steve McQueen film, and it's a racing one. All right. And it looks intriguing. I think it's just called The Lost Tapes. Um, but yeah, that's on Amazon as well. But I just thought I'd mention it rather than. I've never heard of that. So, so what's it about? It's about. Th- there was another film. So Steve McQueen loved his racing. He loved his cars. Um, and there's a. He, he was. I think they were filming a film when he died. Right. Or they filmed it and they lost it. So it's called something like The Lost Tapes. Steve McQueen, The, oh, the right. Last Tapes. The Last Tapes. Um, Maybe I can't find it on IMDb. Right. Maybe The Last Tapes. But looks intriguing. I've not seen it yet. And uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. No. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think, I think so. That, that's just, just because you mentioned it was on Amazon. Um, we are on to the second season. In fact, we finished the second season of Broadchurch. So, it's a little... I know I was going on about... Oh, God, what was it? Unforgotten? Oh, yeah. Unforgotten, yeah. You forgot forgot what that was, but now you've unforgotten it. There's there's something called (laughs) The Forgotten. There's probably something called The Unforgotten. So, this is Unforgotten. Um, And how that the series... There were, like, three separate things Mm. uh, going on. So, Broadchurch, basically... They're after a, uh, a child murderer, and then the sequel, the, the second series, it's the trial. So it's a little bit like that. Yeah. So, so, so it follows on directly, and we need to have a quick recap. Um, I don't want to say too much, but it's really, really good. We we missed how good it was. Um, I think because we started trying so many different things. Because we finished a load of good things, and it's like, well, what are we going to look for? So you know, where you just watch one, and then you watch another, and then you watch something else, and then you watch some. So you've got about seven or eight things going on that you've started, and it's like, well, that yeah. wasn't very good. We we started Count Abdullah, which is on ITVX. I yes. think wasn't that fun. It's a bit slow, so it's like I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Mm. But anyway, yeah, Broadchurch, really, really good. So the third season. I don't want to say too much, but it looks like it's now, it looks, I might be wrong, it, it's broken, it's now stopped that first storyline, um, but it may not have. Obviously, yeah. the characters will still be there, um, but yeah, I'd like to know, well, we need to watch it, basically. Like, how's it linked into How, the first? Is, if is, it is, is it, it might it not be. Um, yeah, I like but that. Also that comes up, in the first season, the suggestions of why the David Tennant character came to this little seaside resort there's sort of like um he, he almost killed himself on a case and the guy got free and it was all in the newspapers and he was after a bit of redemption in this new place and he had to prove himself that now comes back and i'm not going to say it gets sorted but um it, it play it runs like alongside like or maybe res- yeah yeah we learn more out, uh, about it, but that then becomes, you've got his old case that killed him, almost killed him, and then you've got the case from season one running together, if you know what I mean. Right, And yeah. it, It's just nice and not typical what you'd expect. It could have got the form, they could have got the formula so wrong, you know, little seaside police, police drama. It could have gone so wrong, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and also the... 
No, I'm not going to say that because that'll spoil it. Yeah, it's um, when spoil. we find out who the murderer is, it's tough. It is horrible and tough and heavy going, and the the, the conflict between him and the family and the the community basically. Um, it's really good though. So mm. yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. Yeah. It's always been critically acclaimed on it. Like it's always been said, mm. it's, it's brilliant. It's one of them I've never watched it. And is that still on um, ITV actually? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it was ITV made, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. so it, and they are coming up with some good stuff as well. Yeah. So oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Definitely it's gonna to carry on with that. Yeah. Well, I've got another documentary to talk about, and again, it sort of made me want to watch all those films again. So it's again on, on Amazon Prime. Um, QT8, the first eight. So QT being our old mate, ah, Quint- Quentin yeah. Tarantino. Um, so it looks at his first eight films, which is up to the one before Hollywood. Once upon a time. So right. the Hateful Eight, I think it was. Yeah. So up to the Hateful Eight, but then it does. They do talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which hadn't come out at the time or just come out at the time. But basically, talks about each film, little section on each film. Yeah. Um, and it's it's brilliant. It just it just makes me love Quentin Tarantino even more. Just appreciating his work, mm. even films that like Death Proof. I know it's not a perfect film, and there's there's things I hate about it. But even like watching this, I was like, oh no, it's actually a good film. Is is it I one do of like his? Watching. Yeah. Did, did he direct it? Yeah. Right. That's one of his. So who's Robert Rodriguez in yeah. the? Was he a writer or a second unit or? So I think like yeah, they, they, they made Grindhouse basically, which was. Two films in one. And yeah. Rodriguez did the first one, or whichever, right. whichever other was, which was Planet Terror, um, and it's like the sort of sort of similar themes or similar aesthetic to it. Um, but yeah, Death Proof's the, the, the one that's always like the, the soundtrack is unbelievable, mm. and they, again they talk about it. So they start off at Reservoir Dogs and talk about how he, he got it made and like he, he'd been doing the, the script for True Romance and Natural Born Killers and things like that. And then he got Reservoir Dogs made and the, the various things behind that. How he got different a- actors like Harvey Keitel's in it, how he mm. got him um, to be in it. Then he went on to make Pulp Fiction and then who he wanted and the studio didn't want John Travolta in it, and but he got him and um, and all that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it's just brilliant. And what, a, what an absolute, like, amazing director he is. Favourite, filmmaker. Favourite Tarantino film, man. It, it probably is Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it probably is Pulp Fiction. It is, it's definitely his best. Uh, oh, Inglorious. Inglorious, yeah. It, that, oh, it, oh, hang on. Again, hang on. it's great, though, isn't it? No, yeah. because we've got the. Which the one in Cotton Fields with the. Yeah. Uh, oh, Django. Django. Django Unchained, yeah. Another one. Fantastic film. Um, oh, that's. Well, yeah, the one, no, Inglorious. I'd go for Inglorious. The one I haven't seen, or I might have seen it, but I don't remember much about it, is Jackie Brown. So that's the my next mm. film I'm going to watch of his, to be honest. Because um, that's highly regarded as well. But yeah, I mean, all of his films are brilliant. Probably The Hateful Eight is one. Oh, I don't know. Death Proof I liked is. It. I yeah, liked I liked it, it, but I didn't love it. But I, I love Death Proof. I don't know what it is, but I know Death Proof's not perfect. Things like that's Zoe Bell, she's in it. She's like a stunt woman. But her acting's atrocious <laughs> in mm. it. Um, but then again, she's in Hateful Eight as well, isn't she? And, She's been in a few of his films now, but yeah, and it's it's funny seeing the the the, the crew that stick with him. So there's certain crew who st- stuck with him and have been on not every film, but like a majority of films. Um, he had one editor who has, has passed away now, um, and during the filming of 
there's films every so often he'd say say hi to whatever the name is and uh, you know on the on the edit and like, all the actors would say hi like that sort of thing so but it was like it was like a running joke <laughs> ah, but right, on every so film she'd come across it on so the she'd editing. she'd see yeah, it and she'd yeah, be the one who sees it because she's an editor um are they are the editors there as it's being filmed or are they just i don't think so is that going to be pretty much post-production yeah they they i'm assuming they don't they go through it separate yeah got lives to live yeah they have yeah <laughs> um but yeah quentin santino unbelievable filmmaker he, he's on a par with you know we talk about kubrick and you know spielberg and scorsese you know all these top directors he is one of them and you know when when he does eventually pass away it's gonna be like i can't believe we've lost him mm. now Famously, he's always said he's going to do 10 films and then not do any more. So he's up to number eight or nine. So what's his 10th film going to be? Yeah. You know, is it going to be... he's dipped his toe into some. Yeah. And... Because that's where I'm thinking he's already done about 13, but is that why? Because I'm mm. forgetting about True Romance. And yeah, so I think he, he wrote the screenplay or... He yeah, classic Kill Bill as, as two. That's or one. two films, yeah. Yeah. The fourth and the fifth film, I guess. Yeah, fourth and fifth. Um, so Tim Roth on is in the documentary. Mm. And he, he mentions about it and he says he, he he's, he's going to do ten, and he's got plans for when he's finished, and he's very excited. It's a spread out, aren't they? Yeah. So I know he's already written a novel. He, he's written a, a novelization of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I've got, and apparently it does go into more detail behind the characters. Um, so maybe that's where he's going to go. He's going to go down the novel route, right? Start writing novels or, you know, TV shows maybe. Well, yeah. I, I mean, know, go, going back don't. to like Kubrick, his was so right. We've got horror in the, uh, a psychological horror, The Shining. <laughs> we've got sci-fi, two thousand one, Space Odyssey. Yeah. So we've got that weird historical thing. Um, that oh god, the name of it's Which one? gone. It's a historical period. I don't know. There's eyes wide shut, isn't he as well? Sidewise, his films are all so different. Every single one, mm. that he's like, he does one sci-fi and that's it. Doesn't touch any sci-fi yeah. anymore. Has he only done one horror? I think he's only done one of. horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tarantino. I know what you mean. Very okay. Hateful Eight, quite a different. Well, one. let's let's see what he's made. He made a bit of. A, it's like no three months and all them. Gangsters. Yeah. Gangsters. Yeah. Third one, yeah, Jackie Brown's about robberies, heist, if you like. Fourth Drugs. one, Kill Bill. You know, yes, Samurai, yeah, Hong Kong yeah. food fil- film, if you want to call it that. Uh, the two of them. What else did he make? Inglourious Bastards, historical right, now, now we start starting to move away from that. Yeah, that is, yeah. and then we've got... Histori- um, Death Proof's a bit of a car yeah. chase one, you know, but again, yeah. it, it's... It, yeah. All right, it, it, they're all very violent, but they're, you know, always got that there's something to them. Isn't he? You know, there's something yeah. different about them. Django's being, you know, historically, that again, you know, getting away the slave movements, yeah. and then Hateful Eight, as you say, they, they say in this that Hateful Eight's like a remake of Reservoir Dogs, and you can you can see it. It's sort of come all oh, circle, yeah, you know, all in sort yeah. of one room, and uh, it's not all in one room, Reservoir Dogs, but you know what I mean. You've always got. Th- there's always that. When's it gonna When's it gonna kick off? As you're watching them. Yeah. <laughs> where, 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 <laughs> yeah. At what point? Because I think I think that was. Hateful Eight, and I'm like, this isn't a Tarantino film. This, oh yes, it's a Tarantino film. Yeah. <laughs> then you realise. Um, and then Once Upon a Time Hollywood is a bit of a 
it's not again it's it's, it's, it's movies time. and it's sort of movies and tv so he makes things that he likes you know going off this documentary as well everyone says like he's he's into film he, he loves film he, he but he's like encyclopedia of film um good bad and ugly basically not that not quite that film um but yeah he he, he sort of he's a, he's a student of film mm. i think as well go if people have got the dvds or blu-rays of his films go and look at the behind the scenes and the editing and how he's created shots and stuff like that yeah. because it, it does start making you think about I, I always remember it's like when um pub fiction when they're in the diner yeah and to begin with it's a side shot of john travolta and uh, yeah and why does he do a side shot of them and gradually it starts a face-on shot of them and that's because they're getting to know each other and little things like that and mm. you start thinking okay is this is it subliminally is this is what we are taking in and you just don't know you, yeah they, they know better than us the filmmakers he does we're the people who who are watching this yeah he but, knows uh, he knows and one of the last thing i'll say on it and it's quite interesting tarantino's not in the in the actual documentary mm. you don't you don't talk to him at all but he talked to all like the actors samuel jackson's in it tim roth you know all, all the all, all the main ones are in it um What's, what's Marsden's name? Michael Marsden, is it? Jamie Foxx is in it, yeah. Can't think, is it Marsden? Yeah. Michael Madsen. Madsen, that's not Madsen, sorry, Madsen, not Marsden, Madsen. Um, yeah, it's all the main actors in it. Um, but one of the, fun, the, the, the interesting things, it has a quote from Tarantino, and he says, basically, like, an artist doesn't do a homage to things, they steal it. And they use it in their own, you know, in their own art. Basically, oh, I'm paraphrasing there, whatever. But I basically like every artist just steals other people's ideas mm. and creates their own art with it. That's what he's basically saying. So that's why, you know, a lot of criticism towards him about, oh yeah, you just took that from that film and this from that film and that from that genre. But yeah, and he's like, yeah, but that's that's what it is. He's, he's brought them together to make his own vision and his own film. Um, yeah, he's brilliant. I know you're not a massive fan of Tarantino, are you? No, not massive, but I appreciate some of some of his films more yeah. than others. I just think he's he's the best director out there, and he's he's so um, what's the word? A bit like like Edgar Wright. I I can I notice Edgar Wright's sort of direction. You can notice Tarantino's. You know, there's there's things, there's parallels that run through his films, and you know, certain shots he'll do and things. So. Yeah, I think he's just such, he's absolute genius, I think. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Right, uh, any more? Just going back, it's Steve McQueen, The Lost Movie. Ah, very quick okay. synopsis. Ra- a car racing movie that Hollywood legend and avid racing fan Steve McQueen started production on in the mid-1960s and his pa- as his passion project, but never completed, of course. Ah. So they've got all of it. So it's like a documentary of here is the footage, basically. Yeah. So there we go. But yeah. Um, still going with Succession, which is just getting... It's getting to the point where it's, it's classing itself as a comedy on, on IMDb and on um, Now TV. Really? I thought because it was more serious. It is serious, and this is what... But you could say that about Game of Thrones. There were some hilarious things in Game of Thrones. Certain characters like um, uh, Ty- Tyrion. Tyrion, yeah. yeah. Hilarious, wasn't His he? wit was brilliant. But we've got this brilliant... Um, the, the, the chap called Greg, who's the cousin of the family, so he's like well out of it. He's a so the boss man. It's his brother, his estranged brother, 
uh, and it's his grandson, that, that's Greg. So quite far detached from the, this mega global multi-billion pound family empire. And Greg's like the normal person. Greg's the you and me, I think I said that last time. Mm. But he's so funny, his character's brilliant and the actor's got it off. And Greg's trying to please everyone, um, but he's got his own, not his own agenda. He, he's, he knows what he wants to do as well. But um, he bounces off some of the other characters brilliantly. And the, is it, what, what's um, Dudart McCulkin's brother called? Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, his brother. His oh. brother. Oh, God, what's his name? But Quentin, he, is he? No. No, it's not Quentin. You got him on the frame. Oh, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm thinking Rory, but that's No, it's not Rory. Yeah. <laughs> but Kieran Culkin. Kieran, I wasn't fat. So Kieran Culkin's one of the one of the sons, uh, and <laughs> he, he, just, he just says what he wants. He just does what he wants. And that comedy is really, really good and witty, and I, I don't know how much is done there and then ad-libbed um, he, he is making horrible lewd comments to uh, I don't know what the, exactly her purpose is because everybody's job in the film is constantly changing um, apart from obviously the, the CEO or, or whoever they are yeah. um, I think it's sort of like it, it's almost like one of his oh yeah go for it yeah so I think there's sort of like three deputi- deputies, four deputies, or, or whatever you'd call them. Uh, one of them's an older lady. Uh, so we've got a lady who's, I don't want to do her injustice here, but she's probably portrayed as being late 60s, early 70s in the... And Kieran Culkin is clearly, what, late 20s, early 30s? Probably early 30s now. And the Tell lewd comments... Surely, he's older than that, surely. Is he? he looks, well, he, he looks dead. I think he's meant to be looking quite young in this. He's born in 1982. God. So yes, he looks 41, quite 42, young. 41, wow. 41. But he's my age. In this, he, <laughs> he, he certainly looks younger than you, but he's had a good life. I mean, you But know, he's trying to say he's older than These me. people are... Bill- <laughs> so he, he makes these lewd comments, but she's starting to get turned... Not turned on, but leading him on. And there's one bit where uh, I think he'll phone her in, in, in the, um, he's in a hotel room, she's in another hotel room, and basically they're having phone sex, uh, and she's sort of like saying, you're, you're disgusting, you're, you're repulsive, and, and putting him down, he's getting turned on by this, and she just counts <laughs> up. But uh, this is the, the bizarre comedy that's going on. Let's see if IMDb, yeah, comedy and drama. Um, but we've now got to the stage, so I, I'm equating it to a very, very, very modern day Game of Thrones. We've now got to the stage without, I don't want to give too much away. So we've got the Brian Cox character, the boss man, yep. CEO of the company. Right, now we've got somebody else who is, is threatening and they're at loggerheads. But what's really nice is that when the, the, they've kind of got a relationship which we continue seeing, where they will, there's like a mutual care and understanding, but when the business heads are on, it's like, no, you're dead. You, you, that's it, you know, uh, F in this and F in that, and mm. the language on it. Again, I don't know how much is ad lived. I, th- I It's like they just said, look, here's the general gist. Just throw every, just every second word is going to be an F word. <laughs> um, but, yes, compelling viewing. Um, I'm trying to think if they... Have they knocked it, not knocked it on the head? Are they still going with the... I think that the current series is the last one, as far as I know. Right. 
Yeah. So how far how far in are you now? We are. I think we're about near the end of the third season right. series. Um, mm. Bit difficult because yeah, we've had a birthday bash. Um, but very very good. I'm just wondering who are the writers of it. Have they done anything else? Because mm. some some of these things, it's not about who's directed it. It's a, it's about the writing. Yeah. So the writing and the directors are all different people. I don't recognise any of them. It tends to be the the, the dawn with these programmes, isn't it like that? Yeah. So is this HBO thing? Is it? Because I know it's on Sky. Yes. But it's yeah, HBO. Was, as as with pretty much the whole of the world, when you get that HBO thing, <laughs> and then yeah. everybody expects it to go into. Game of Thrones theme show, don't they? And I bet everybody's thinking, da, 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 da. but um, yeah, they've just got loads of different writers. Yeah. There'll be one overarching sort of like yeah. showrunner, won't they? There was one. He, he, the main one is born in Oswestry Street in Shop Shropshire. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but what else has he been known for? In the Loop, Four Lions, Fresh Meat, Success, of course, Succession, Peep Show. Maybe that's a oh he's an actor in Peep Show, ah. um, so and he's directed a couple of them as well. But that's the main one. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm intrigued to see where it's going and yeah, enjoying it. I think is the the key word. It's enjoying it. Yeah. So good stuff. It's one of them I need to watch, and I might use my friends now TV that he's course, very yes. kindly, very yes. kindly let us use. I've been actually by the way, have you got the movies on now TV? No, because it's only entertain. Yeah. I, I, I hate just, I hate them. The yeah. way they do that. I know. It's got to be the least um, budget friendly. Because yeah. Netflix, you get everything. In yeah. fact, everything, you get everything. But on, on now, you've got to, you get your now entertainment. Yeah. You've got to pay for sport. You've got to pay for your films. You've got yeah. to pay for something else. It's like, yeah. Oh, I think it's a kids one as well, isn't it? You've got to yeah. pay for as well. Disney Plus, you get everything all in. Yeah. They're a bit naughty, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. I wasn't sure if you, if you had them on. Right. My next film, I don't know if you've seen this, but the, a, a few depressing films this week. So I've had 12 Years a Slave, mm. and then this one I'm going to talk about now, but then and then your two documentaries were really good. They were like sort of the, what you say, um, to sort of cleanse your brain yeah. after after yeah. a few naughty Palette ones. Cleanser, Palette yeah. cleanser, that's yeah. the one. So this is Scum from 1979, um, starring Ray Winston and a host of other British actors who you've probably heard of. So I'll read some out and see if you know them. Mick Ford, Julian Firth, John Blundell, Phil Daniels, John Fowler, Ray Burdus, is it? Uh, Patrick Murray. Loads of faces. You go, oh yeah, I know him. It's got to have Ralph Alec Brown. Alec Ralph Brown. I don't think he was in it. <laughs> I don't think he was. Andrew Paul used to be in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the bill the other day. The bill, yeah. Um, so it's basically, it's, it's, and it's directed by Alan Clark, um, obviously very famous British director. Um, and it's set in Borstal. So juvenile prison, basically in the seventies. Have you seen it this? Was a football one. Oh no. I wonder what one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, and basically, Ray Winston gets brought to this Borstal, um, and he's been transferred from another Borstal because he battered one of the screws. Um, so the screws here ate him basically, and then there's another top dog. They call him the, the mm. daddy. So this is where this where it comes from. Who's your daddy? I'm the daddy now. All that. Um, so basically, there's, there's another like sort of top dog, and he's basically saying to Ray Winston's character, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, Carlin. Yeah. Basically saying to him, um, I'm, I'm the daddy. Mm. Does, does him in a few times, you know, like um, 
bullying the kid, bullying all the kids and that. Um, and then eventually Ray Winston, spoilies, becomes a daddy. Mm-hmm. And then it's about the, the, the things that go on in it. So like, it's it's sort of two films in one. The first half is about Ray Winston, sort of adapting to this new bottle. Is, and, is he quite thing. young in it though? Oh, he's dead young, yeah. Um, don't say how old he is. Um, but yeah, he must have been like you know, but we can 15, do a 16, bit of maths, we're clever. So if you click on Ray Winston, we can, we can. Let's see, Ray Winston, where's he? And then, so what was it? 79. 79. And he was born in. Now what they always. 59. 57. So there you go. So, so he must have been 20. Oh yeah. Oh, 20. He was quite young. Yeah. And of course, it'll take a couple of years off him because they always play younger people, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does look really young, doesn't he? Um, yeah, that's him there. So yeah, so it's also, it's also these two films. It's about one of him adapting to, to the prison, and then the second half is about the rights of the kids, basically. Yeah, all right, they, they are criminals. They've done horrible things. You know, there's people who've killed people and robbed and all this sort of thing. But the way they are treated by each other, by the mm. screws, by the system, by the um, who runs the prison? What are they call the warden, mm. by the prison warden. It is, it's, it's mad and disgusting. And like, I was speaking to to Lee about this the other day, who's no longer with us, and he was saying, um, like I was saying, it, it, this must have gone on. All these things that you know, people getting battered, people getting stabbed, people you know, committing suicide, the screws getting you know, battering the kids. Um, it must have went on. It must have went on. And it's you know, it, it's it's heartbreaking to think, all right, you know, you know, these these are criminals and they've done bad things, but they don't deserve to be treated like this. No way. Um, so it's a good thing that these borstals have been on them and are no longer going. But yeah, it's it's a really good film, harrowing, very violent. Um, and we done a, an episode on prison films the other week, didn't we? Remember? Um, we did, didn't we? Did we? I'm sure I can't we did. Remember you now? I'm sure we did. Didn't we talk about like, the Great Escape and things like that? I'm sure we did. But anyway, we'll I was say thinking, yeah, and then we'll we say yeah and go we, back. Yeah, yeah, we can put one out. And I was thinking, how have we not mentioned this? Because it's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's a brilliant film. Hard watch. Um, but you know, and all the young actors are brilliant in it, as they would go on to be. Ray Winston, I say, you know, uh, Phil Daniels, and yeah, they're, they're all just brilliant. Yeah, there's a few people from Coronation Street, not Coronation Street, um, The Bill. Britain do the one, yeah, The Bill, Brookside, um, Emmerdale. I don't remember seeing anyone from Emmerdale, but you never know, wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, good film, hard to watch. Yeah. Right, you got any more? You're done. Um, my last one, we watched it last night. Um, it is the the Nice Guys with... Um, oh, yes. I get, again, I just wanted something stupid. Yeah, something Will Farrell and... <laughs> no. Oh, no, the other one. Gosling. Oh, I'm thinking of the, 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 the other guys. I'm thinking of the other guys. There's so many. Yeah. So go on, what's, who's in this one? Russell Crowe, yeah. Ryan Gosling. Russell Crowe is... Is he... A, is he a bail are they bounty? Yes. Bounty hunter. Yeah, well... You know what? It's not really clear. It's obvious Ryan Gosling is like a PI. Um, I can't remember what Russell Crowe is. He's yeah, sort of a bounty hunter. He just gets paid to hurt people for money, basically. I think yeah. that that's what he says in it. Um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling's a little bit slicker, younger, gets things done a little bit um, underhand. It, it, it's like he, he, he'll go to an old lady. Well, we, we are introduced... Uh, to him, he's at an old lady's and she's saying, well, my, my, my husband's gone missing and then 
can't remember his name, the husband's name. She says his name and then he looks up on the mantelpiece and there's, a, there's an end and it says in loving memory and she's saying, he's been gone since the funeral. Uh, and he's going, but he'll, he'll take uh, money and go looking for him. Uh, yeah. So he's a little bit, yeah. But again, a little bit like the heat, stupid comedy. Um, but, but equally some deaths that occur, which you wouldn't think some what you consider lead, not lead, but secondary characters mm. killed off um, before you figure out, hang on, what did they have to do with it? <laughs> so yeah, it, it surprised me a couple of times. But again, zero story in it pretty much. Set in the 70s, great music. Yeah. Really good music. Lovely houses, lovely decor, lovely uh, deco things. Mm. Um, and I, I, People are getting killed. They're going to find out why. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and just good watch again. N n not amazing. Seven point three. I'd said the heat's better, but not to worry. Uh, is it related to the other guys? No, I don't think so. I don't right. know. No, I just it just because says guys. I just got mixed up. But I have seen this film. And yeah, I enjoyed it. I can't tell you anything about it, but I remember I them two being they're good together. A good double act. Yeah. yeah. And I think Russell Crowe doing a little bit out of character because it, it's going back now 2007 years ago 2016 2016 yeah so it it'll be russell crowe's he's not done many s silly slapstick stuff like this has mm. he yeah um, good point actually let's see what he's done beautiful mind la confidential um and i think he does it he's playing russell crowe he's playing one of his other characters in this film but he's got the script to make it funny as well yeah and he pulls it off and ryan gosling well, it, he's it, good. It's a he's little funny. bit like Ryan Reynolds. They, they're, they're good comedy actors, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much me done. Yeah, um, you're right. He, he's not really done much comedy, has he? Really, Russell no. Crowe. Even like traditionally. So more recently, he's done Thor, Love and Thunder. He plays a bit of a comic role in that. He's a bit funny in that. You know what I mean? Was he? An overweight actor or something. He's um he plays. Oh hang on, no, I've not no, seen it. No, he plays it. um Zeus. He plays Zeus, the right. god Zeus, and it's a bit of a comic sort of role in it. Yeah, um, the next three days, that was a good film. That was I, good. I'm looking at all these. I don't think there is any comedy in there. Doesn't look like, does it? Body of Lies. The greatest beer run ever, maybe. Yeah. Never heard of that Difficult. one. Difficult, maybe maybe that. But he's not done much comedy. No. And I think I think he's he's good in it. Yeah. I think he is. And he probably had a ball. Yeah. The reason I've never seen the greatest beer run ever is because it's on Apple Plus. Boo. Just don't, we just don't watch it. Just don't, don't watch it. Anyway. Right. That's me. That's me. Excellent. So thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in contact on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're not on threads yet. Are we going to get on threads? Lee's on to that. Is he? Yeah. He's on to it. Like he's, I don't know what he's it is. He's on to it like a car bonnet. Uh, on to it like a car bonnet. Got it. Um. Yeah, so if you want to get in contact, give us a shout. If you want to email us, chatflix.mail.com. And next episode is probably going to be... Oh, the, the, the producer's glaring at me here, Carl. The, the, the I think Matrix? It, it we be, are due to do it. Maybe it might be The Matrix. Yeah. It's got to be The Matrix. Yeah, yeah it's going to be The episode. Matrix. It's the Matrix. Films to see before you die. Excellent. Excellent review of The Matrix. Can't wait. Hopefully we'll have an extra a guest star appearance by uh, we might do our, our friend Andrew yeah um, 
Can we film it? Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to try and get James in to prove why he's wrong. Yeah, James doesn't like it, so, yeah. Tell us what you think, James. Oh, we forgot, he doesn't listen. I forgot about that. Yeah, because we talked to him last week, didn't we? He doesn't speak either, he's been sitting there very <laughs> quietly today. <laughs> and he didn't answer us, but anyway. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.